All right. Forgetting to press record. Done. Oh, no. <sighs> press it four more times just to be sure. Uh, Hello, and welcome to Hitting Abyss. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am going to press another button because I forgot to post on social media that we are playing the things. Uh, There, I have done that as well. You've done the thing. Oh, I have done many things, including Uh getting... And I am boosting the thing. Huzzah! Because we are on Mastodon. We do not retweet, we boost. Okay. This is, like I said, a 5th edition D&D campaign. I am Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. I will visit all the hardships upon everyone, unless they visit hardships upon themselves, which has been done on many occasions. And I am here (laughs) for all of that content. The worst things that have happened in my campaign have been instigated by the players. Case in point, in a different campaign, Tiamat was summoned. The DM did not start that path. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the thing. Also, the moon went away for a while. <laughs> right. That's another Oops. thing. Also, she says it's like this is all her, her fault. Well, to be fair, we never told that mind flare it could have the moon. We literally thought it just wanted to live there, and it made its own assumptions. And to be fair, we weren't the ones that summoned Tiamat. We tried to stop it. Well, the ones that it that decided to summon Tiamat were taking a very nice, well-deserved snooze. And then someone sang a jaunty tune to wake them up. <laughs> yeah. So it was all Daldane's fault. Oh. And someone else destroyed the altar that was, you know, keeping them imprisoned. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Gox's fault. No. 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 That was Zeely. Surprisingly, no. No, that was uh-huh. Zeely. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was Zeely. So she just it was brought Gox with her in case fall. something bad came out of it or something, I guess. Yeah. They had one job and they ruined it all. Mm. Well, you had one job in this campaign uh, last oh, week. God. and Oh, I, I should probably say I am joined tonight by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Jen, and Cindy. Ellie is listening in. Uh, Millie is not joining us this evening. Millie is hopefully spending her time getting better, and we look forward to seeing her in the next session. Woo! Yep, and so we unfortunately do not have the glory that is a page time recap. And I personally don't have the spoons to fill myself with that level of energy to provide said recap. I don't think I have it either, honestly. (laughs) No. 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 Well, the Fahim recap is we made it to the boat, we killed the thing, we planted a a lot of coral, and an octopus started attacking us. That's uh, not an octopus. Would <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> if you she say it, one of those an, before, you know? an octopus started attacking us, uh, there are two statements in that sentence that are false. One, yeah, not an octopus. Two, not just one. Mm-hmm. The, the, the main bomb that was dropped was that there were, in fact, more than one kraken. As the wall of light revealed, there was another one hanging out underneath the surface of the water, not just the one that had its tentacles up top. So at the end of that session, Ash decided to follow in the footsteps of brave Sir Robin and bravely ran away. Mm-hmm. When the Kraken reared its ugly head, yep. Sir Ash then turned and bravely fred, fled. I can yep. 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 a long day. Uh, it was a strategic retreat because mm-hmm. those who don't fight and run away live to come back with a fleet some other day. Yep. Oddly enough, 
the various arcs that have taken place recently have assisted in providing said fleet. Yay. So the Kenku that you recently resolved some issues with have a collection of ships, and not all of them are as ship-shape as one would want a seagoing vessel to be, but it's they serve their purpose, and they are willing to join the cause. The Dragonborn were, for the most part, keeping their flying ships out of harm's way, but if the Kraken have revealed themselves, then this appears to be the end game, and they're eager to go out and try to bring the moon back. So they're like, okay, well, yeah, they came to the surface now. Let's finish this. So they're all in. Uh, you have sent messages and received word back that the few ships that remain in De Perfecta are willing to support the cause, so they're going to try to get their way to you. Uh, there's a few other ships that wish to join the fleet. You have heard back from Sandstone, which has some fleets with questionable crews. It's not that the crews are untrustworthy. It's that when you encounter them, you have questions. Because they're all zombies. But, you know, whatever. So, full-on Avengers Assemble type moment? Full-on Avengers Assemble type moment. And also, there is a significant number of vessels in Plantain, which... Is this Avengers 1 or Avengers 4 Portal scene? Yeah, I'm thinking 4 Portal scene. Well, the bad news is there aren't any spellcasters that can cast portals large enough for ships to come through. So it's going to take a little while. (laughs) But many of these... Many of these groups have spellcasters that can do things like, you know, control wind. So they're going to have favorable routes. Let's put it that way. Oh, but there's a storm coming up. No, there isn't. Control weather. OP. Yes, exactly. Now, sandstone, not sandstone, um, plantain as well. A large number of the ships that are allied with plantain have been used in the past for, shall we say, acquisitions, which may or may not have required financial compensation for the acquisition of said goods. But Plantain, uh, out of the vast majority of coastal settlements, has not had a lot of problems with all of the nonsense that's been going on. Well, at least since the volcano eruption thing. And and the whole fire elementals and the red dragon thing. But that that's another story. Uh, but other than those problems, most of their ships are fine. So they've got a pretty big fleet, which is good. With that said, uh, the leadership in Skelvar have decided, you know what? There's more on the way. That's good. We need reinforcements. We also need to not lose track of the Kraken. It's a very big ocean. So we got the Kenku. We got the Dragonborn. The Dragonborn have flying ships. It should already be over. We've got the high ground. Water. <laughs> air. It's, so long as the Fire Nation doesn't attack, we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you go out and do what you can now? And everyone else is just sort of like Avengers Assemble on your location. What, did you want more? Yes, so much more. <laughs> well, it's coming. Okay. But this is what we've got now. And it's a lot. Go kill a Kraken. Two, if you can manage. Going to die. Okay, you say you have a lot, but when the opposite is multiple krakens, it doesn't feel like a lot. So but let's go. I'm ready to punch something. <laughs> and I'll bet you've never punched a kraken before. 
Okay. So this is a conversation that you have in Skelvar as you're talking to uh, several um, noble would probably be the wrong word, but they're the equivalent of nobles. Bureaucrats. Yes. They're all bureaucrats for the most part. And uh, you take a teleportation circle to the port, which is now a bit larger. There's a few more ships in production. Uh, They've rushed construction on the two that were there the last time you were here. By the way, you've all had long rests since then. Yay, I get my key back. Mm -hmm. Because the DM is not that mean. I mean, he is, but... You know, oh, I could. I didn't take any hits, so I could get my key back with just a short rest. But yeah, anything that gets me my key back, you would get exhaustion. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit long rest and see if that screws hit points. And and don't leave the button checked that says reset hit points. The the, the pop up uh, that you get um, uh, when you hit yeah. long rest, you uncheck that. Okay. Um, because well, mine are the same. <laughs> okay. So all good. Okay. Um. And Chris, to answer your question, because some people, when they reset their hit points, it breaks the house rule I have in place for what your maximum hit points can be. And then we have people oh. like Paige who have 30 hit points at level 11. Yeah, that's not good. No, it's not good. I mean, the DM is here for this content, but still. Um, so you get to the port and you see that there are now three completed ships, including your flagship, the Ruby. And there are several more that are in progress, although not nearly done at all. And it's very shady here. Shady as in... I'm as in... Backstab, or shady as in dark? Shady as in... That's a lot of clouds above you. Oh, no. Does Wait. the Kraken control the clouds? Because I thought I it mean, mostly lived in the water. Some of the Kraken's know. followers might be able to control the clouds. Perception checks. Okay. okay. Well, that's a good start. 22. I've got a total of six. I have no idea. And I got an 11. Okay, so with a 6, you're like, well, at least we will fight the Kraken in the shade. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The sun will not be in our eyes as we try to fight the Kraken. This is good, right? With with an 11, it doesn't feel like those clouds are natural. They are hanging very low to the ground. Uh, Not low enough that you can jump up and touch them, but you don't normally see clouds act like that. With a 22, you see the keels of a lot of ships sticking out just below the, cl- the surface of the clouds. The Dragonborn? They have apparently a lot of ships. Ah. Um, you can't see all of them. They might be stacked in layers. It's, it's They're flying in a three-dimensional formation, so you have no idea what's going on above the clouds. But rough estimate, you see at least 50 ships, and that's just the ones that are poking out a little bit. Okay, we might actually be able to do this. We might actually be able to do this. What are the names of the other two ships for Skilvar? They um, decided to take a page out of your book, and they named one of them mm-hmm. the Pearl and the other one the Emerald. I'm good with this. They decided not to name it the Black Pearl. There was some discussion on that, and they decided that seemed a bit too dark. Fair enough. Also, some guy named Johnny kept declaring that he was going to be the captain, and they were like, no. <laughs> Savvy. <laughs> exactly. Hate those movies. The first one wasn't really bad if you didn't... It, if you just wanted to have a good time watching a movie, the first one wasn't bad. They show those movies in hell as a form of torture. <laughs> no, no, the movie they I... show in hell is Manos the Hands of Fate. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. You are blessed, but let me educate <laughs> you anyway. 
Oh, the that's word a mystery science theater 3000 classic right there. Yes, it's, and it's the only one that the mad scientists apologized to the robots and the person at the time who, who was the prisoner for how bad the movie was. TV's Frank was like, I know it's our job to show you bad movies, but this we went too far. Um, <laughs> the word manos is Spanish for hands. The movie was called yes, Hands, Manos. The Hands of Fate. Oh. The entire thing was filmed with a camera that couldn't record more than like eight minutes at a time because it couldn't hold that much more film. Oh, really? Because it felt like they had a lot of shots of just scenery was... and cars for 15 oh, minutes. Yes. That was, there is a theory that that shot, that, well, multiple shots, that scene, that whole segment was supposed to be where they superimposed the opening credits. But they never did. So it's just a forever shot of featureless countryside with nothing interesting in it whatsoever. Just watching it go by. You're forced to watch not someone's vacation photos, but someone's journey to their vacation. And that is the most memorable part of the movie. Wow. It is bad. So that's the movie you show film students saying, don't do this. Well, the the one good thing it had going for it was because they couldn't film more than eight minutes at a time, a lot of the shots were forced to be multiple things spliced together, which I tell my students to do. Don't just set up the camera and then act out the entire thing with one static camera shot. Change your camera angle. They had to because they ran out of film, but never mind. <sighs> with this said, you're feeling a bit better knowing that someone upstairs is looking out after you. Now, someone upstairs looking out after you might, in fact, be uh, a bunch of dragonborn who have sworn allegiance to a being that is literally currently residing in the Nine Hells with their backup crew of a bunch of Kenku, many of which who have sworn their re- allegiance to Cthulhu. But you only know half of that. So ignorance is bliss. You head out. And... As is the case for most sea voyages, you don't encounter stuff that's interesting right away. It's a lot of busy mm-hmm. work. We're okay, store these lines, and okay, make sure the ropes are all tight and everything, and make sure the sails are aligned properly, and swab the decks, I guess, because you need something to do. So, you know, go go do that. Stop bothering me. Please stop singing that pirate shanty. I mean, please, stop. <laughs> stop. No. We're no, no pirates. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. It's like, it's the pirate amusement ride equivalent of It's a Small uh, World After All. Yeah. I continue yeah. to remind the crew we're not pirates. <laughs> Several of them hand some coin purses back to other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them takes an eye patch off. Mm-hmm. I mean, an eye patch is a legit medical device under the right circumstances. Fair. They have a perfectly working eye underneath the patch. So they're cosplayers. Okay. One of them was holding a hook. (laughs) They're from Skelvar. Skelvar has a lot of clerics. If they actually lost a hand, one could be grown back. (laughs) Never mind about that. Um, Who's... Actually, I'm going to say, because Paige is technically here, just Millie is not. So I am going to roll for Paige. I'm going to roll a perception check for Paige. Because I'm going to say that Paige is hanging out in the crow's nest. This makes sense. (laughs) It does. It well, Kenku nests at this point. Yeah. Oh, that is a lovely roll. Um, you start hearing screams from the crow's nest. They are not betray, betray, or kraken, kraken. In case you are wondering. Okay. Positive, That's what we should actually pay attention to. Ships, ships, and I uh, look up. Yep. Yeah, what do we? What kind of ships are we seeing? Um, 
Uh, it, it's a pretty big line of ships right up at the horizon. They all have sails. Do I have a spyglass? I'm going to say that it would make total sense for you to have a spyglass, and it would be very wrong for me to say, no, no, you went off into battle without a bunch of tools that you would expect to see on ships. Okay. So, yes. I looked at a spyglass. What do okay. I see? Give me a perception check at advantage because you're using a spyglass. Uh, that's a 19, good, sir. Okay. So, a lot of ships... Because the first roll was a one. <laughs> I, I am a gracious and caring DM who, who giveth and taketh away. But now I'm going to giveth again. Now, with a 19, at this distance, you're not going to make out a whole lot of details. Uh, you can see, oh yeah, there's definitely ships. There is some variety in the make and model of said ships. They are not all exactly the same. Uh, the one that seems to be leading the charge, so to speak, has black sails. Oh, God. Do I recognize the ship? Give me a history check at advantage. Some 18? Yeah. What is it? You'd swear that you recognize this ship anywhere, at any distance. As well as the captain of said ship. Okay. One Captain Killian Novak. Oh, I hate you. That's, I hate you so much. Oh. So it's not Jack Sparrow. We can at least check that in the good marks category. <laughs> and it's not Davy Jones. It's worse. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Go down, Aaron. The ship in question mm-hmm. is now going by the name of the Dark Jewel. Mm-hmm. Not shocked. You get a... You get ascending. Mm-hmm. It's from one of the Dragonborn up up above you. We don't recognize mm-hmm. these ships. Should we do something about them? Take them out. The cloud above you um, accelerates, which is very weird to see. <laughs> um, I didn't think a cloud had a turbo button, but apparently I have been well, wrong about that in my life. It oh, also starts to begin to dissipate as things speed up because water vapor can't really keep cohesive at certain speeds. So you start to see more of the ships appear out of the clouds. The The oh. wind that's pushing them is, shall we say, not limited to a certain altitude. So your own vessel starts moving faster at the same time. As well as the Kenku vessels that are nearby, you hear various squawks and cries from those vessels. You, you think they're psyching themselves up? It, it's hard to tell sometimes with Kenku. So remember that, um, remember the ship I was, I, I was telling you about that I used to be first mate of? Yes. Um, the sister ship, uh, the Golden Jewel, is it right there? The captain killed my captain, sunk the ship. Oh no! So, uh, yeah. Okay, now I should I walk over there and punch someone? They're too far for you to get over there before the Dragonborn take them out. Okay. Why is? I mean, I'm pretty fast, but okay. This is true, but they might be faster. Um, so. Why is that ship here? I mean, if you put two and two together, I would assume that Novak is a potentially a follower of the Kraken. Ah, so if the Dragonborn don't manage to take him out, then I will go over there and punch someone. Yes, and I will join you and I will put a bullet between his eyes. Now, Talia, Mm -hmm. uh, you were given an option of, shall we say, assisting the dragonborn or assisting the kenku and for some uh-huh. strange unknown reason that no one can fathom uh-huh. you decided 
to not be on a ship entirely controlled by Kenku. I mean, it's 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 completely unfathomable of why she would decide that. I know, right? Uh, also, you did get a chance to look at the Kenku ships and decided, you know, I don't have a sailing background. Drow don't tend to do sailing vessels that often. But um, how are those floating? I don't think that should be able to float. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can actually see water flowing into the ship at that spot there. But, okay, so, oh, those ships fly. Well, they can have a hole in the hole in the hall. It flies. I'll take that one. So you are on one of uh, the Dragonborn ships, and uh, you have been told that order has been received, that there is an oncoming fleet, that you are going to introduce them to the wonderful world of aerial bombardment. Which the rest of the crew seems to be very much enjoying this chance to show off. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything you wish to add as you get within range? Um, I don't think there's much Talia can do while actually just being on the ship. Okay. Uh, Let's double check, though, to make sure. Well, you have some ballistas and miniature catapults. Well, Talia is not on the ship that Fahim is on. Talia is on one of the flying dragonborn ship above you. Talia is okay, Talia is getting um, rights for the chance to go first. Um, is there anything like I can I can I can help with like with the shooting or are they are, are they like good on this? <laughs> uh, well, they're not so much going to be shooting as they are going to be dropping things over the side. Oh, uh, they, yeah, there's not brought, much I can really. They brought yeah. up several barrels I, from something. the hall. Sorry. I could just summon a greater demon and drop it on them. If you suggest this, there are several Dragonborn who smile wickedly at this. And as Dragonborn, they have lots of sharp teeth, so smiling wickedly is something they have advantage on their rules for. It's off topic, but I'm remembering when I DM'd a pirate-themed campaign, and my players got a, managed to get a hold of some coins that turned into trees, and... That was literally how they fought the bosses. They just threw those coins off the side of a cliff. That's what she will do. She will summon Greater Demon. Um, and I can summon up to... Let me just double check. I believe it's 6th challenge rating? Yes. Challenge rating of 6. So let me just find one for you. Yeah. Uh, summoned creature. Let's type Demon. So while... Talia is flipping through a, a tome of forbidden knowledge, trying to decide what being of the lower planes to visit upon all who oppose her. Um, the rest of you see the dragonborn ships sailing into position. The, those of you who have access to spy glasses see that there are a bunch of barrels being lined up along the sides and being held in place uh, by various dragonborn um, based on certain things that you've done recently you have fairly decent ideas about what's going to be done with said barrels and you're kind of glad that you are not within uh, range for for this particular event but perhaps you are happy to be within eyesight for it because it's probably going to be a big bada boom ooh fireworks I would like to summon a Kazmi I will link it for you Aaron oh Worst mosquito. Worst mosquito. <laughs> I would like to summon a Kazmi for it to bum- to drop down and just take out what they can, what it can. 
The DM was kind of half hoping that you would summon a demon that didn't have the ability to fly, so you'd summon them and they just drop. I was looking for one, but there isn't any at sec- uh, sec- level 6. I mean, I can have a look again, see if I can find no, something it's else. it's fine. It's fine. This works because then they'd be able to go from ship to ship, causing chaos and havoc. That's fun, Ooh, too. Ooh, I could summon a Barcora. Do you like Barcoras? No, Kazmilder. Kazmilder. Okay. Um, so, you do have to manage... To, to maintain control of said demon, though, correct? Yes, with concentration. I can control okay. it for up to an hour. If it isn't dead within that hour, then it kind of does whatever the hell it wants. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to do an initiative roll first, because right now it's just one of the player characters engaging. Um, very soon I'm going to have everyone's roll, because very soon everyone else is going to get close enough to join in the fray. But right now, right this second, in this moment, this magic moment, you are... Summoning a Kazme, and it appears in front of you. What would you have me do? Shall I kill the Dragonborn? No, darling. The ship's below us. Take him out. With pleasure. And oh, the cat. Sorry. Be nice to the. Be nice to the elves and the Kenku. They're helping. I'm sorry. Why do I sound like I might have heard that horse mosquitoes gonna ding Fahim? He said, she said, um, be nice to the Kenku and the elves. They're helping. And for the record, a Kazme as a worse mosquito is a large fiend. So they are bigger than any member of the party. Worst mm-hmm. mosquito. They have spider climb. Why do they need spider climb? They have a fly Why speed. Not? That doesn't make any sense, but it, it would make yeah. it even more horrible. You know? They have a walking speed of 20. They have a fly speed of 60. But if they want to go slower, they can walk. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if someone cast web or something on them. Sorry? If their wings are damaged. I mean, yes. Yes. That makes sense. It's still funny to me. Yes, she clarifies that they need to, to be nice to the elf ships and the kinku ships. They're helping. Okay. Uh, there is, of course, some resentment from being told to not attack certain people. And there is an attempt to maybe kind of not hear you clearly, but you are very much aware that... You are in control here, so it's begrudging. But it, it it's a demon. It's Chaos Incarnate, more so than a Kengu. I put my uh, familiar, my uh, little imp, cup dog, onto the uh, Chasmi's back. I want to see what's going on down there, darling. Keep an eye out. And I send them off. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they head down, and as they get closer... Um, the first thing you notice, and it doesn't require a perception check for this, a significant portion of the crew seem to have aftermarket additions. What do you mean by that? I mean, well, that one there um, doesn't have a hand that that's a tentacle so with suckers on it. Uh, that one there has a lot. Oh, of okay. Ball. Okay. Um, that that one there, it's, it's the cast from the second pirate movie. Let's put it that way. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, a significant number of them that are like this. Not all of them, or maybe that there's some that have modifications that you don't see right away. I'm not requiring a role, so I'm not giving you the nitty gritty on every single one of them. Are they fl- are they flying over the flagship? No. Okay. You, yours is over to the side a little bit, so it's not the flagship. No, 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 not our flagship. Their flagship. You've lost me. There's like three flagships involved here. Okay, so not the ruby. Not the Dragonborn flagship, the flagship that's coming towards us. 
Yeah, okay, that was the one I originally thought you were talking about. You are not over top of that flagship. There is another Dragonborn vessel that is going over top of that one, but you're more over to the side. Okay. Uh, Corin, who happens to be the leader of the Dragonborn contingent, is in that particular flagship. Okay. Uh, so, looking over this, what's your armor class? For who? Talia. Talia's armor class is 12. Okay. That's Ouch. interesting. Uh, that means you get hit twice. Okay. Yeah, apparently someone on one of those ships noticed you summoning a, a demon and decided to cast Eldritch Blast at you. But I thought they smiled when I said I could do that. That's not the ship, that, am I right? It's oh, someone, you mean someone from below. Okay, that makes more sense. Someone from below, yeah. Uh, so that's just one of them casting it, but they're at high enough level, they cast three beams at you. Mm-hmm. So you are going to take... I need to find my D10s. I'm switching between using the die roller that's built into D&D Beyond and using my metal dice because I missed my metal dice. I oh, did miss them. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so one of the D20s that I was rolling has all the zeros on it because it's supposed to be the tens place. That would be a lot more damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you still take 16 points of Eldritch Blast damage. Okay. And you hear various Dragonborn around you yelling that they've got spellcasters. Some of them are doing the Dragonborn equivalent of a, well, duh. And <laughs> the captain's yelling to knock the barrels overboard, which is promptly done. Can Talia quickly cast Armor of Agathas on herself? Uh, she most certainly is allowed to. By the okay, way, you, so. because you took 16 points of damage, did you roll a concentration check? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, it's three separate hits, though, so what's the no, numbers for all three? I have there, to roll three. It, oh. it, was, it was two hits and a miss, so it... Okay, um, so what was the number yeah. for the two? Because they don't have to roll two different eight checks. points each. Eight points each, okay. Yeah. So, con... Or eight and 80, if I read my dice as written. And I have advantage on these, because uh, of Warcaster, and that's a total of an 18 and a 15. Thank you, Warcaster. Okay. Um, also, give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That is 15. Okay. You are able to not get knocked off the... The, the side of the ship. I assume we, that's what I was rolling for. <laughs> yeah. Because several of the barrels that are knocked over the side explode before they hit their target. One could argue that they were in fact targets and that other spellcasters were aiming blasts or other um, tools at the barrels as they were knocked over the sides. By the way, everyone else in the, in the party on the other ships is just seeing explosions happening in the Dragonborn fleet above. And a few happen on the ships below, but most of them are not getting down that far. Also a very large mosquito. This is the weirdest fireworks display ever. <laughs> and it's not working. How long will it take us to get there? Um, if the wind stays as favorable as it has been, you're going to get there in a few minutes. Okay. You do see from this distance, you see several of the Dragonborn ships are actually descending at a rate that you would argue is not healthy. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Not oh, the no. vast majority of them, but a significant, a non-zero number of ships mm-hmm. seem to themselves have become uh, ballistic missiles. I mean, they could potentially take out a ship or two as they're going down, so silver lining. Uh, Talia. Mm-hmm. You're on one of those ships. Oh, no. Now, there's still some control for it. You have a sense that maybe you're descending a bit slower than you would be if the ship was just falling out of the air. But okay. the ship is has rotated 
um, a good 45 degrees and is angled downwards at almost 90 degrees. And a significant number of the crew that were on the deck have already um, headed forth to negotiate the way for you. Okay. Imagine, if you will, a certain um, cinematic scene from a relatively recent World of Warcraft expansion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going down. She's... Uh... How, how how far until it looks like we're actually going to hit? You probably have about, oddly enough, roughly about six seconds to do something. And how far away from another ship am I? Um, I would say uh, that one ship in front of you appears to be about 30 feet from you. I will misty step onto the deck. Okay. You are surrounded by pirates. Yep, I expected as much. They are rather surprised to see you. I'm out of spells. <laughs> she no. only has three. <laughs> I only have three spell slots. Okay. I'm going to roll something. Uh, I got good news and bad news for you. Mm-hmm. The ship that you just misty-stepped off of does not hit mm-hmm. you. Okay. My assumption is you would try to not misty-step too directly below the thing that you were yes. on that was falling. Yes. But it yes. does hit the front half of the ship that you're on. Okay. And I'm okay with that. There's a lot of shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Give me a constitution save. Constitution save, okay. Uh, not great. Six. Okay, so that's a failed save. I'm collecting dice. You never want to hear the DM save. No, is this is this the shrapnel or is this a like a person that's attacking? This is shrapnel. This is shrapnel from the collision of two very large ships. Well, I have ten pet points, but I don't imagine it's going to do too much. <laughs> Okay, and this is all one hit, so it's only going to be one spell save. Well, mm-hmm. concentration save. Uh, mm-hmm. 14 points of piercing damage. Okay, 13. So I still got my 10 pets, so that's fine. So I need to beat a 10. Advantage, that's 10. Warcaster is uh, holding out there because it was a natural 1, then it was a 10. Okay. Wow. The dice are not doing well tonight. <laughs> Is it time okay. for dice jail? <laughs> I mean, to do dice jail with D&D Beyond, I'd have to just put my whole computer in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, in the D&D Beyond server room, the door gets kicked in. Chris is there. And he's got a box <laughs> with dice jail written on the side. And he says, which one is it? Which server? <laughs> he, then he finds out there's like 15 other people in the room that have similarly labeled boxes. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. He was wondering <laughs> how it was so easy to get into that room. It's because other people paved the way. Um, so at this point, for the rest of the party, I would say that uh, you are at this point within, shall we say, ballista range. Fire the ballistas! At what? Oh, are you God. kidding? <laughs> I mean, kind of was, yes. It's a target-rich environment. Just take a look at an enemy ship and start firing. You know, you know that look that Onkrag does when she's super disappointed and super yeah, annoyed. she's probably tiny? doing that. Yeah, but you I know, bet you know, Ash has joined her with that. I thought, yeah, <laughs> maybe they were both doing that. It's like you've got to be. What are you doing? I will not require <laughs> you to make a roll to intimidate your uh, crew. <laughs> I mean, Ash has a plus intimidated. intimidation. Okay, well, <laughs> that's more than Onkrag's got. <laughs> are you just having the crew man the ballista or no? Uh, I will have the crew man the ballista. Okay. 
But I rolled an eight for them. Terrible. Well, that's without the bonus. A ballista has a plus six to hit. Okay, that's so that's better. That's a fourteen. And because it's a nice big target, they aim for the flagship of the opposing fleet. Huh. It has an armor class higher than a fourteen. Oh, of course uh, it does. No. Yep. I mean, it was the, it's it's the sister sh- it's it's one of the two flagships of the Defrefecta Navy, so it doesn't shock me. Yeah, I mean, it's not that much higher. If they'd aimed for the sails, it would have hit more easily. But a ballista bolt's not going to do a whole lot of damage to a piece of fabric. No, they they went they went for the hull. I would assume. Yes. Um, they tried to hit the hull right at the waterline, and they kind of did, but it didn't penetrate enough to actually do anything other than. Okay. Actually, it didn't look. But never mind. All right. Now. At this range, does anyone have a spell that has a range of over 400 feet that they wish, wish to use? Um, I, um, I have sharpshooter, so I might actually have my gun. Oh, no, it's just too short. My, my range is 320. <laughs> does Fahim shouting at the top of her lungs, I'm going to punch you in the face, count as a spell? It doesn't, and I'm going to say that with everything that's happening right now, you would not be heard over the explosions and ships falling from the sky. So, unfortunately, that's not going to allow you to make an intimidation check either. Fahim will try anyway. Fahim is welcome to. Over 400. Just over Mm -hmm. 400. Yeah, no. I don't think I have any. Okay. Uh, There are some spells that do have quite a range. Earthquake has a range of 500 feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I learned earlier today. Only because I was looking up stats for a certain NPC, which you may or may not encounter, that can also petrify everything within 30 feet of them if they fail save. Oh, but, I but here's have the more best part. and more concerns. Their, their, their CR is low enough. I could have you fight more than one of them in the same encounter and it would be considered balanced. <sighs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I love this game so much. I, I love to share the knowledge I acquire with others. Oh I'm a teacher at heart. Mm. It's like when I find out that Demogorgon has a swim speed of 50. Why would yeah. I be looking up the swim speed for uh, I the, need to know the swim speed of Demogorgon. For the most powerful of all demons, in fact. Why would I want to know their swim speed specifically when I'm playing a water-based campaign? Mm-hmm. No reason. Uh, <laughs> I can walk in water and keep up with that, actually. <laughs> there you go. Actually, actually no, I don't think it's 50. I think it's higher than that. I think it might be 80 or something, but i got to look it up. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Fear. <laughs> Our ship could outspeed that. If we had the wind on our backs, so... You currently do have the wind at your back, but if you try to turn around, you won't. Um, so, Talia, mm-hmm. there are three pirates near you who decide they want to do something about you being there. One of them I rolled a nat one. Uh, one of them I rolled a nat two. Okay. One of them I rolled an 18. Okay. And what was their bonus? Okay, so bonus to hit was plus six, so that's a 24. Okay, that definitely hits. Okay. Uh, a couple things are going to happen. Uh, First of all, that is going to be six points of piercing damage. Okay. The creature takes five points of cold damage. No, hold on, hold on. Uh, increased ability with a... When you cast a spell using a sword, both the temporary hit points and the cold damage are increased by five. So, no, the creature takes 25 points of cold damage. They're not a fan of this, but they're still capable. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. As, oh, there was I'm poison gonna, on the blade. I'm going to take a picture of that because I don't believe that I rolled that. Did you roll a nat 20? No. 
I rolled a 15 on the dot, but I'm going to take a picture of that because I don't believe it. Okay. Well, I DM, don't believe that. <laughs> the DM believes it. Um, what's your constitution modifier? Zero. That's why I okay. don't believe it. <laughs> so, so congratulations. Uh, you take half damage. Uh, so that's going to be 12 points of poison damage. Oh, the file is so powerful. That's stupid. And Sorry, well, how much points? So right now it is a total of 18, but wait, there's more. Okay. You take 14 points of sneak attack damage. Okay. My temp pet points are well gone. Um, okay. So how now, much total was that for the con save? Um, so that total would be, it was 18 plus 14. So 32, 32. And half that, puts it to 50, 16. So I need to make a 16. Nope. It was a 15 and a 9. I failed. Okay. So the um, Kazmi is now flying around like a crazy person. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. You know how you didn't believe that 15 you rolled? Mm-hmm. I rolled a nat 20 for the Kazmi. To attack me? As soon as you lost control of it, it flew over and used his proboscis on you. Okay. And that is a normal attack would be 46 plus 2. So this is going to be 86 plus 2. Yo, guys, Talia's dead. <laughs> Talia's oh, gonna kick it. No. That's 28 points of piercing damage. She's still kicking in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's 20 points of piercing damage plus the necrotic damage, which is going to... It would only be 76. That's 14d6. Rest in peace, on, on the plus size, On the plus side, you don't need to be rolling concentration checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any way of knowing where Talia is? Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> 48 points oh. of necrotic okay. damage. Talia is unconscious. Okay. Now, I've got some good news for you. You don't have to wait for your ship to slowly get to the other ships because they didn't mm-hmm. slow down. So they're coming towards you while you're going towards them. That speeds everything up. So we've been playing for about an hour. The rest of you were watching combat. But what do you say? We take a short break, roll for initiative, and when we come back, we'll have some actual combat that the rest of you get to do things with. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. I'm going to press some buttons. We'll be right back. We're back, and everyone who is listening to this after the fact has missed a wonderful segue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will not be repeated. I've already forgotten what it was. <laughs> We're okay with that, though. Uh, something about puns and, and how much Chris enjoys puns. How Chris wants to worst, hear more puns. All the puns. Worst form of comedy. If anyone tweets me a pun, <laughs> he will be blocked immediately. That's, <laughs> I, be, I believe that's Akari underscore mag on Twitter. I <laughs> If you'd like to be blocked by Chris, you know what to do. <laughs> yep, I will send cut you and set, I will cut you and set you on fire. I have the dagger for it. And he you does not it. have a P.O. box, so you cannot mail him puns on paper, even if they are terrible. <laughs> Worst form of comedy. Highest form of comedy. It always, puns always make me laugh. I don't know. Why. <sighs> okay. So we have rolled for initiative. Yes. For everyone but Amara, who is busy doing paperwork. Yeah, poor Amara. Uh, Amara is thinking of a, a line that, well, she has never seen the movie, but from that wonderful movie, uh, The Princess Bride, 
murdered by pirates is good. <laughs> because the alternative is the paperwork. Ironically, another one of my characters is just being murdered by pirates. <laughs> True. Technically, Talia is still still breathing, kicking. And, and are they murdered, technically pirates? Murdered um, by a demon yes. she summoned. If any of them have anything to do with the Dark Jewel, they are pirates. Well, with her losing concentration, uh, the Kazme was more of a, a free spirit. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, for summoning demons, when the summoner dies, what happens? Nothing to the demon. I've literally brought it from the demonic plane, so it's, it's here. Oh, the DM is okay with this. Oh, no. Because I've essentially just added an, an additional difficulty to our fight. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Mm, no, no it's well. fine. It's fine. I mean, uh, we don't have Paige. But I, we do have Paige. Paige is here. But I, the DM, even though I have out-Kenkued Paige, I don't think I can fully encapsulate the randomness and chaos that is Paige. You mean so, just share her betrayal a lot. I mean, there's that, but there's also things like synaptic static. Just saying. It's a thing. It could be done. So, Ash. Captain Ash. Hi. Yes. You are on a ship. Captain that is That is moving at speed. I would say it's moving at least 50 feet per every six seconds. Mm-hmm. There is a ship in front of you that is moving at, I would say, 130 feet mm-hmm. per every six seconds. Mm-hmm. It's got a black sail. Yep. It's coming right at you. Mm-hmm. And you remember that this is a tactic that this particular ship is very good at because it has a naval ram on the front of it. And you rolled very high at your initiative. So what would you like to do with this situation? I mean, naval ram. Ram it. <laughs> you're, you're going to have your, shi- your galley ram the ship with a naval ram? We have a naval ram. Actually, hold on. Yes, you do have uh, a naval ram. Yeah, we have a naval ram. Okay. So we're sword fighting with ships now. Okay. More, more or less, it, this is Roman combat, apparently. And by the way, I got it wrong. You have a warship. They have a galley. Mm-hmm. The difference is they have more ballista pointing forward. Mm-hmm. They, also, they also have trebuchets, but their trebuchet are pointing to the rear. Mm-hmm. They, they, they miss out on the trebuchet combat. So I am going to, because I'm not using the full vehicle rules, I couldn't be bothered to try to learn them for one battle. Um, I am going to say, give me a an attack roll for the naval ram. Uh, okay. Uh, advantage and also. So how do I actually attack with the naval ram? Um, I would say, well, you're proficient in using ships. Mm-hmm. So I would say d20 plus your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity modifier. Okay, so d20 plus nine. Uh, that is a dirty twenty, good sir. Okay. And I rolled for the opposing captain, and um, I have their stats. They are also proficient in using ships. Yep. And they also have a decent dexterity. But um, yep, that's a two. Oh, great. Yeah. I, I rolled a 20 when I was trying to kill your other character. I have rolled uh-huh. a two when trying to kill this one. I'm okay with that, though. Okay. So how much damage does your naval ram do? Uh, it doesn't say. That's the thing. It doesn't really say. Um, oh, any damage it takes from crashes applied to the naval ram rather than the ship. These benefits. Them. Well, if the damage is coming from me, I just get to make up a number. Yeah. That that was a pun. Maybe you should have looked up these rules. 
<laughs> in any case, there is a crunching sound, and the ram on the uh, opposing ship has missed your ship entirely. Um, mm-hmm. Your ship, however, has hit it pretty hard below the waterline, mm-hmm. as one does with many rams. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that you are kind of locked in place. Okay. It doesn't help that several of the crew on the opposing galley are now at this point um, tossing hooks over the side of the ship to make sure that you are, in fact, locked in place. That That's a bit less comforting. Yep. A little bit, actually. Aha! I have you exactly where you want me. Wait. <laughs> we're going to die. So was that ship action or was that my action? Uh, well, you were that's steering the ship, question. so I would say that was your action. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I have too many. I had the same problem I had last week, where I have too many D and D Beyond sheets. There we go. Okay. So, so you're saying we all need to make extra characters? I, have I mean, and, and all of you guess. can look at Chris and say we learned it from watching you. But, I like but, characters with in-depth backstories. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. It's <laughs> awesome. And I also enjoy that there have been times where you made brand new characters. During a game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that has happened. I either be dead or like on the cusp of it. The, the DM wishes to encourage this. Also, the DM realizes that one of the recent D20 rolls he did was a D12. <laughs> that might Ball. explain one of the low rolls that I got earlier. It wasn't Ball. the two I just got. That was the light up D20. Okay, so next up is going to be one of the opposing crew members. There are several that look like they are attempting to be a boarding party. Uh, one of them who is not running over onto the ship yet but looks like they're getting ready to, points a hand and casts a spell. Oh, no. Well, what's the worst that could happen? Death. I think that's already been established. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's a drow unconscious on the deck of one of these ships, so yeah, we've established that. Well, one of those ships is over 100 feet away because your movement speed forward isn't so hot when the front half of your ship is not there anymore. I mean, the front half of our, yeah, yeah, yeah. The front half of their ship ain't there anymore. When the front half of your ship is no, that is also your movement speed. Okay, but they are going to attack one of the party members. Who will it be? Who can it be now? Um, well, I usually look at Discord and the order that's there when I roll a die to see who's getting attacked randomly. But the number I rolled would make it be Ellie, and that will not work as well that's as... That's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. The, the beams fly backwards. They go off to the north. And then go underwater and go for miles and miles and miles <laughs> because that's where Mavir is currently. Oh, no. <laughs> or worse, it, it targets a different character played by Ellie. They fly off into the sky. Yep, for what it's worth, I believe Fahim's last official action was just to stand on the side of the boat and shout, I'm going to punch you in the face. You know what? I'm willing to have it change the targets based on that. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. Now, how about I look at the spellcaster's stats for hitting things as opposed to the melee attacker's stats for hitting things because this is not a ranged attack. Well, this is a ranged attack, the other thing. Uh, Plus seven to hit with spell attacks. Okay, so that makes this roll a 17. If it's going up against my AC, that's a miss because Fahim has a pretty high AC of 19. Okay, that makes this 17 also a miss. And... uh, this roll is a 17 on the die, so that's a 24. That is enough to hit if it's still targeting me. It is. They sent three beams of Eldritch Blast at you, and that's going to be a whopping four points of damage. Okay, noted, but I'm pretty sure Fahim feels more pain when she does her daily workout. I'm sure she does. 
Uh, next one is going to go for Paige. Three Eldritch Blasts. Paige is... Oh, Paige didn't do long rest. There we go. Uh, Paige's AC is 13. So that means that's a hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. Oh, no. So so help me if Millie comes back and I have to say, by the way, Paige died. The DM might end up dying. Yes, well, the DM will die. That's, that's a 10. <laughs> that's a 10. That's a 6. So 26 points of Eldritch Blast Day. There is screaming coming from Paige, who I did roll initiative for. So bad things are on their way, I would argue. And the last of the spellcasters that's part of this boarding party, not a boring party, they are doing their best to liven it up by killing people. Uh, They are going to go for Ash. Okay. That's a nat 20. That's a nat 1. I will a nat 20 and a nat 1. I am okay with the nat 1. And a 4. Which plus seven I'm would make it be eleven? No. And as is my prerogative, every and my tradition, every time I roll a crit, I am rolling the damage in chat. So that's nineteen points of eldritch blast damage. Okay. For some reason, when they cast a spell, the it's it sounds like they're just saying eldritch blast, but they put a few too many syllables in eldritch. Let me say it like bleh. Eldritch. <laughs> okay. And as that third one crits with their one hit and also crits with their miss. Um, Novak is there and he yells, no, save him for me. (sighs) There are a couple more people on the boarding party rushing forward. Fahim was on the deck yelling threats. So they are going over towards Fahim, who is just standing there as an armed target. So clearly she's very vulnerable. They get two attacks each. Uh, the first one, that's going to be two hits because those are both over 20. The second one is going to have a hit and a miss. So I am going to need Fahim to make three constitution saving throws. Ooh, I'm not very good at those. I got a five on the first one. That's a fail. A 16 on the second one. That's a success. And a 12 on the third. Uh, that is a fail. So, so two fails and one success. Okay. The DM will have to do some math. Stand by. The DM does not like math. Not now in our moment of making everyone wait patiently. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all, you're going to take 18 points of piercing damage from just the swords. All right, noted. Um, you're going to take 48 points of poison damage, unless you have Ooh. some ability to be immune to poison. I am immune to poison. Those pesky monks and their immunities. And you are going to take uh, 28 points of sneak attack damage. <laughs> Those pesky rogues and their sneak attack. All right, I've noted the damage on my character sheet. Okay. And they are certain that this battle is going to go their way because clearly you are now poisoned, so you are going to be easier to hit. And you're, you're, you don't have any weapons. You don't have any armor. They're going to be able to, to take you out very quickly. Definitely not going to be stunned and stand there regretting the life choice for the rest of combat. <laughs> Everything's going to go their way. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Uh, the one on the left is called Millhouse. <laughs> Talia, make a death save. Okay. No, that's a four. That's a failure. That's a fail. Onka. Okay, I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word on everyone in my party except myself, because I haven't been hit yet, at level three. Um, and that's going to do... Let's see, where'd it go? Okay, it's a 3d4 plus three of healing. Okay, and, and you should be able to just press the button next to the spell. Yes, I just couldn't find the spell, but I, I got it. Um, so that's... Ten more points for everyone. Nice. Yes. 
And I'm going to, let's see, if I can. Um, I'm assuming that's my action, so for bonus action... Um, uh, healing word should be your bonus action. That's, is the bonus action? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> the difference between the heal spell and healing word, is it? Healing word is the bonus action version. Okay, is that what I, that's what I just did, right? Healing, did I do that one? I'm yes. sorry, I'm a little spacey today. Okay, um... Okay, so then I have an action. I'm going to use um, the. I'm going to use guiding bolt on hmm, one of the spellcasters on the ship. Okay. That is hacked, uh, Page. So I'm going to do that at see what first level does. I don't know how tough they are, so I'll try that. And that is going to be um, let's see to hit. Uh, I've got. An 18 plus 7 for a 25, so I'm guessing and, maybe yeah, I hit them. Yeah, hits and then some. Roll your damage. Okay. Damage is uh, 3 plus 2 plus 2 plus 4, which gives me an 11 of damage on whatever spellcaster I... Okay, and now they're sparkly. Okay. Ta-da! I think I'm done. <laughs> Fahim, you are in a target-rich environment. Two targets have run up to you to make it easier for you. Uh... I'm going to take a few swings at the one that tried to poison me, I guess. It was both of them. Then, I don't know, neither I or nor Fahim is very picky at the moment. Valid. But, uh, okay, so yeah, I rolled, and they, my lowest... 15, so it looks like so all, all those four of those are a hit. Wow. All right, so... Well, they're, um, they're wearing leather armor. Uh, most sailors don't go around wearing full plate, so... All right, just looking up how much damage I need to roll for. So that's 31 damage to one of them. Okie doke. And they have to make two constitution, I think it's constitution. Uh, yes, two constitution 15 saving throws or they're stunned. 15, you say? Yes. Okay. But they have to make it twice. Uh, that's a 16 and a 17. Okay. All right. But I'm still punching him into the face. You most certainly are, and they're almost bloodied. Page that, that's my turn. Page time. <laughs> Well, the last time I had page cast spells that use spell slots, someone came back and was very upset with me. So we're going to go with other spells. We're going to go with infestation, because why not? <laughs> so that is a Constitution 16 saving throw. Uh, that is a 2. With plus 2, so that's actually a 4. But that's going to be 3d6 points of damage at this point. 13 points of insect swarm damage. And that is at the one that Fahim just punched up. Because why not? And basic tactics. You target the little guys and you take out as many swingers as you can as quickly as you can. Okay. Next up is Captain Novak. This this throws me off because I had a co-worker a few schools ago that was named Novak. <laughs> a lot of respect. Novak is, named, Novak is named after a character in Stargate Atlantis. I don't think that character is named after this co-worker of mine. <laughs> a lot of respect for, uh, but not so much a lot respect, of respect for, for that Novak as well. With, with that said, uh, Novak rushes forward. They have pulled a sword; it is glowing. And Ash, they're coming right at you. Okay. And that is it's coming right for us. That's a reference. <laughs> um, going to attempt to make three attacks. Okay. First attack is a nineteen. Hits. Okay. They are going to do uh, nine points of slashing damage. Okay. And you need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, natural one. Okay. You are blind. Oh, great. And you're going to take 3d8 radiant damage. 
So 14 points of radiant damage, and the radiant damage is what blinds you. There's a bright flash when he hits you. How much radiant damage, sorry? It's 14. It's in the chat. Okay. Okay. And for a second attack, you are blind now, so wouldn't that be an attack at advantage? Uh, attack roll against a creature have advantage, and the creature has disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. Um, can I, before he does his second attack, can I do Hellish Rebuke as a reaction? That seems quite fitting, given the circumstances. Okay, uh, dex 14. That's a 17 on the die. Okay, he takes... Roll up, so that's... Five points of fire damage. Okay, and for his second attack, rolling twice, there's a nat 20 in there. Jeez. 2d6 plus 2. So, <laughs> 2 and a 1. You take a, a whopping 5 points of damage from the crit. Okay, I'm okay with that. And the last attack, at advantage... Uh, that is a 15. Mm, fail. And lower than that. All right. Well, the, the lower than that was... Never mind. Never mind. It's all good. Uh, except for the fact that you took hits. Um, and Novak mm-hmm. leans in close. You, you can't see him leaning in close, but you feel his breath, which is disgusting because, of course, it is. And you hear him say, I don't normally get to kill someone before. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> You created him. This is your backstory. I know. I know. I hate him so much. <clears throat> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Amara's turn. Amara, you have successfully completed filling out the second line of the form. The second line required you to put in important dates. You made a path of them. Yeah. Sounds about right. One of them is February 31st. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an Amara thing to do. You do remember that one of them that you couldn't fudge the date for, you did make sure it was September 21st. You did remember the 21st of September. It's Ash's turn. Okay. Um, uh, Jill-wield short sword and my gun blade. I will t- take swings at him at disadvantage because <laughs> I'm blind. So three swings with a gun blade. Uh, that's still a dirty 20, the first. Okay. And 14 for the second. That's a miss. And 25 for the third. That is also hit. The dirty 20 and the 25 are hits. Uh, Unfortunately, this particular character is resistant to gun blades. That is not true. Roll your Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) damage. That would be a strangely specific resistance, but I wouldn't cast a foot past D&D stat blocks. 25 points of damage. And I will... I'll swing with my short sword as a bonus action. And that's definitely not going to hit. That's a total of 13 on the lowest roll. Okay. Next and up, he, I, sorry. he just streams some profanities at him that I'm not going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, so next up, I'm going to have this happening during your initiative just because uh, you're the captain. Everyone okay. looks at you. You're the captain. I couldn't resist. I mean, Ash has always been the captain. <laughs> I, I, I was quite my I know you were. Um, so you have a crew still. You have mm-hmm. Ballista mm-hmm. and trebuchets. And the spellcasters didn't come over to your ship yet. I mean, I'm blind and trying to kill the captain. I'm hoping my crew is smart enough to do things. <laughs> they're, they're smart enough to know if people are trying to kill us, let's try to stop that from happening. Also, <laughs> if we're aiming at people who aren't on our ship, we don't have to worry about accidentally on purpose damaging the ship that they're on. See, I like these. I like these people. They're learning. <laughs> so uh, the Maganel gets used at the spellcasters. Uh, they're not going to like that. 
That's a 19 on the die. I'm not doing the math for the Oh, nice. Um, That's 3d10 piercing damage. No, no, I'm sorry. Looking at the ballista. Next one down. That is is 5d10 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's doing that to all three of them. Yeah, and the ship. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, there you go. You're right. Yep. You are... You are correcting that, that statement. Do- Let's sink that jewel. Well, I, I am going to make a dexterity saving throw because they were when it was hit by a large amount of rock. Okay, well that's a nine, that's a five, and that's a fifteen. So um two of the spellcasters aren't there anymore. Nice. They've gone swimming. Nice. And he's had. And the third one is taking twenty seven points of bludgeoning damage. Not a fan. Okay, and there's also one ballista that can be pointed. That is a 14, but there's also a bonus to hit, and their AC is 12, so that hits. So the remaining spellcaster is hit by a ballista. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a bit of overkill, but I think Anka would be giggling at that, especially if it's a hit. I am. I, you, you can't see the, the smile on my face right now, but I'm super proud of our crew. <laughs> to be fair... This was like the scene in The Rock where someone gets hit by a missile because they're standing directly in front of it. It was very close range. <laughs> um, but they are, oddly enough, they're still kicking. They have enough hit points, but they are very bloodied. They, they have some regrets, and it's their turn. Uh, they are going to attempt another Eldritch Blast because, of course, they are. Uh, the crew member who is manning the ballista, they're gone. Oh, so that ballista will not be fired again. They did good. Okay, and next up are Sir Dog Paddle and Sir Dead Man's Float. Okay, there are two rogues that are attempting to do in Fahim. They have a slightly higher amount of respect for Fahim than they had before. Uh, they are going to make short sword attacks. Fahim, what's your AC again? 19. Okay, so that is two misses from the first one. Uh, that's a 15 on the die, so they are going to hit with... One, and that's also... So, out of four attacks, one hits. You take six points of piercing damage. I won't bother having you make a constitution saving throw because you're immune to poison damage. And this attack was not done at advantage, so they don't get to do that. Okay, I've noted the damage on my character sheet. Talia, make a death save. (laughs) Jesus, that's an eight. Okay, two failures. Fahim... Actually, no, not Fahim. Back up, back up. We're at Onka. Okay. Um, the whatever he is that is fighting Ash. Can I determine? Oh, he's a human, I, love. He's he's a human. Okay, he's a human. Um, now I would I have noticed that some of his crew look a little off with like tentacles and whatever. Oh yeah, no role is required for this. Okay, so does he also look like he's got something some of that going on? Uh, it looks like he might have a few barnacles on him. He he's uh, wearing okay. floppy clothing and a and a. A tricorn hat, because of course he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a lot okay. Of um, he he doesn't have a beard made of tentacles like another famous captain that may have appeared in some movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. He didn't pick up on that feature, but he might. Um, now, Onka, you're part of the original crew. Mm-hmm. Actually, you are. You're the only character in this battle that's part of the original group. Right. That started in episode one. But your character remembers the mongrel creatures that had various parts mm-hmm. that were fish people. 
from back then during your first shipwreck. Right. Way back when. Um, These people look like that. Would, okay, are they undead? They don't appear to be undead. They don't appear to be undead. Okay, because I'm trying to figure out, like, if Magic Circle would do anything for this creature, but maybe not. Maybe they're just part octopus. Maybe give me a part give me a religion check. Religion check. Okay. One religion check. 19. 13 okay. plus 6. Um, so it was very obvious that a magical attack was just used on Ash because there was that bright flash of light from a glowing sword. Right. You With a 19, right. you recognize that that's not something that you can do. You're a cleric. Mm-hmm. But paladins can cast a spell called Smite. And it's possible um, that that was a variation of Smite. This okay. guy might be a paladin. Okay. So Magic Circle's not going to do a darn thing. Um, let's see. What can I do to Paladin? Have we wiped out the spellcasters on the other ship? I think we did. Um, two of them are I gone. I think there was one, one left. Ready. One left? Okay. Um, hmm. Just trying to figure out, like... It's the the one that's left is bloodied, so it's the one I'd hit? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the ballista used up the role of inspiration, so they're no longer sparkly. Okay. So I'm going to cast a cantrip i'm going to cast word of radiance on that spellcaster in the hopes of finishing it off and so it can't throw any more spells at us okay so that's um con saves 15 apparently um would you accept and... the 13 oh <laughs> and the damage is six plus four plus two for a 12 okay not finishing them off but they are they are at a level of hit points where i've seen people do more than that in the turn so Okay. That might happen soon. Okay. Um, so that's my action, I think. Okay. Uh, bonus action. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon and put it so I can hit that same spellcaster with. Okay. So it's a DC. To roll a DC hit. I got. No. no uh, you you no? rolled a hit. It's not a DC thing. Rolled a hit. Okay. Uh, I got a nine total. Okay. That's going to miss. Okay. Close. Yeah. All right. That's all I can do. Okay. Fahim. All right. I believe I still have two rogues attacking me, and one of them is bloody. Yes, but possibly not for long. So, yeah, I'm going to take a few swings at the bloodied one and, you know, just try to make it so he can no longer regret his life choices. That is a nice favor for you to do for them. One should not have to live with regrets. (laughs) Okay, their AC is 15, so I see... Uh, a nat 20, <laughs> another hit, and a, those are all hits plus one crit. All right. He resisted my stuns last time, so I'm not going to waste the key on that this time because I want to save those for the flurry of blows, which have, well, they've, they've been effective, you know. Also, four hits, one of them a crit. It might not matter. <laughs> the DM hopes it won't matter, so there's less things that, for him to roll. So 43 damage total. How do you do this? Ooh. Fahim's standby is a roundhouse kick to the head, cutting their head off. <laughs> and both of them fall into the water with kashbushes. That was nine points more than they had left. I'm, tip- I'm taking um, a page out of Final Fantasy where when lethal damage is done to a character in the combat tracker, I just type 9999 and press enter. <laughs> that works. It, it, it does work. Okay, Paige's turn. Page time. <laughs> what will Paige do? Uh, Paige is going to cast Toll the Dead on the injured spellcaster. That would require a wisdom saving throw of 16 or higher. Uh, what's their bonus to their wisdom? Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, they got plus four on their wisdom saving throws. Still not high enough. That's a 14. That's going to be 
And it says 3d8 here, but that's not right because D12s, if they're injured, 27 points of damage. They had 25 points remaining. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Paige, how would you like to do this? Betray! <laughs> that's not a thing, but okay. Well, in my head canon, it's like that Buffy the Vampire episode where Buffy killed a bunch of demons just by shouting loud enough. For whom the bell tolls, it tolls for that one jerk right there in particular. And the vibrations from the bell make their skull cave in. Okay, next up is Captain Novak. He gets three attacks. Oh. <clears throat> there we go. That's, I was seeing special abilities listed, and I was like, I don't remember that character having the special abilities. No. No, he doesn't have the special abilities. That's somebody else. That's someone who's dead. They don't get that anymore. They're dead. They're all dead. We're going to make them more dead. Okay, Captain Novak is... He exudes a magical menace. Every enemy of Captain Novak within 30 feet must make a, a DC, 5, uh, DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Now, is this something that requires sight? Um... No, a it's point. a magical menace. You perceive it with other senses. That's fine. That's fine. It's just because if it required sight, I automatically failed. That's why I was checking. Ah, uh, okay. How far well, away from him? Well, where you needed to be able to see him for it to take an effect, you'd automatically succeed because you can't see him. But yeah. You'll have to tell me if I'm within range. Yeah, I don't know if I am. Um, I'm going to say that you are only because everyone was rushing the deck when this attack happened. So, um... Yeah, even page range. Everyone needs to make a DC 13 wisdom saving. And I got 13 exactly. I Thank got you. 18. Oh, I've rolled a 1 plus 7, which gives me no. an 8. So no, I have failed this, whatever it is. Well, it's not so bad. Uh, page also failed. Mm. Um, you are frightened. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. So basically, um, anytime you are required to roll a D20, you're going to roll a disadvantage. Okay. And you can't move closer to Captain Novak. Okay. All right. And Captain Novak is going to still attempt to make a swing at his arch rival of the day. Mm-hmm. So is... Target is 16. He's got plus 7 to hit, so that's a dirty 20. Okay. That's, that's 10. Okay. And that is a 21. Okay. So you are going to take 18 points of slashing. Okay. Good. Well, it's um, been my experience that pirates are not the most polite group of people. Mm, no, Vetcher. Okay. Uh, uh, Mara, it's her turn now. She has found some way on this form um, to send all billings and expenses for um, that would normally be sent to Petty Cash, specifically to Nightbreeze's daughter. That wasn't part of the form originally, but she found some addendums that she could use. <laughs> Ash. Okay. Um, Ash is going to take three swings with his gun blade. Oh, back up, back up, back up, back up. Oh, okay. Back I, up. I had you not do something at the end of your last turn, and that's a failure on my part. And normally I say, well, if we forget it, then it's just water under the bridge. But usually that's something where if I forget it, then it's a benefit in your favor. This hurt you. This and time it's not? Okay. And I apologize. Because at the end of your last turn, you were supposed to make a constitution saving throw to see if you weren't blind anymore. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, you've been able to see this entire time for the last uh, six seconds. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to swing at this idiot, uh, with my gun blade, t uh, three times. So, uh, that's a 16 on the first. That will miss. That's another 16. Miss. That's a natural one. 
That hit. No, okay. no, that doesn't. Okay. One. Um, if so, it does hit, so, you don't want to hit the target. That's fair. Um, <laughs> bonus action. I'm going to second wind uh, to get some health back. Let's uh, so roll a d10. That's five plus eleven is sixteen, and then I'm going to pop my action surge and take three more swings. <laughs> Basically, you you have become a Cuisinart. Sure. Uh, twenty-two to hit. Hits. Uh, seventeen to hit. That is a miss. Okay. Uh, the twenty natural twenty. <laughs> a glancing blow. Okay. Uh, all right. So I got one hit and a natural twenty. Okay. So do the normal hit first. Uh, seven points damage, and then I'll do the natural twenty. Oh no! You crit so, with your gunblade again. Yeah. So two d eight plus four d six. There is no resistance to fire damage. Just roll it all. Excellent. There's twenty eight points of damage. Okay. Noted. How's he looking? Not bloodied yet, but okay. not looking. He wasn't looking good before. He's looking worse. Cool. Okay. Next up is a bunch of people who are dead. And one of them who is not, who is still fighting Fahim. Hey, buddy, I just knocked your friend's head off. You sure you want to keep doing this? Uh, their answer is a 19. That's my armor class exactly. That's without the bonus to hit. All right, so, just tell me how much damage I take and I'll note it. Okay, so that's six points of piercing damage. And the other roll was... And noted six points of damage. Okay, Onka, you are... You fought worse foes, but for some reason this guy is scary. He's really creepy. Yeah, I'm going to back away from him a little bit. Um, okay. And uh, let's see. So if I'm afraid of him, I'm probably going to throw something at him. Um, you still have your spiritual weapon up. I you do, could, yeah. You could move it. I'm going to use that. Yeah, I'm going to move it and try to hit him with it. Okay. You're going to have to roll twice and take the lower number. Okay. Um, let me find spiritual weapon on here so I get the button. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can't find I it love right those now. buttons. They are so useful. Yes, yes. Okay, so I've already cast it. Um, hold on. Yeah, so it's not going to use up any spell slots to do that. Right. Okay, so um, so I just hit... Do I hit, uh, I hit the hit DC thing twice? Yeah. Yes? Okay, the first one is 5 plus 7 for a 12. And That's going to miss. And the second one is 14 so plus 7 for a 21. If the first one's a miss, don't bother rolling the second one. Then it doesn't matter. Okay, so I have missed with that then. Okay. Um, but All that right, was your so bonus action attacking. That was the bonus, bonus action. action. So since that didn't work so well, um, I think I'm going to um, um, get to hit him with see there, word of radiance, uh, con save fifteen. I don't okay. know what his con is, and uh, if that That's hits, okay. I do. Okay. So am I still rolling a disadvantage for this? Uh, no, he has to roll. Okay. If, if, he has if to it's roll. a con okay. save, then he has to roll, and that is an eighteen. Oh, then, uh, let's see, he's past the 15, so this does nothing as well. Okay, yeah, I think Word of Radiance is, that's one of those spells where if it doesn't work, it fizzles. Yeah, okay, then I'm done. Yeah, it's a cantrip, uh-huh. Okay, then I'm done. Okay, Fahim. All right, I have a feeling I should probably be moving to fight, to help Chris's character fight the boss, but I still got a rug in front of me, so that's where my focus is going to be. Okay, I see a miss, a miss, a hit. Okay, two hits and two misses. So roll damage for two hits. Okay. So All 18 right. damage, and since the first guy resisted my stunning strikes, and I am trying to conserve my key because I'm down to six, so I'm not going to try to stun this guy. Okay. 
But yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Page time. <laughs> that's become such a running gag that I feel compelled to say that every time it's pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it fits. It does. Um, Paige is thinking this combat has gone on for a little while, and not just because it's after seven already. So Paige is going mm. to cast a spell. I hear time is an illusion. Well, time is on our side. <laughs> yes, it is. Let's <laughs> wait for that part. <laughs> that song is now in my head. I provide a vital service. Well, this person has been attacking Fahim, so they're clearly not very wise. So let's try something that requires a wisdom saving throw. Like, say, Mind Spike. All right, so I need to make a wisdom saving throw then? No, you don't. Your target Your enemy does. does. Paige is helping you from above because she's in the crow's nest. So she's, um, That's a failed save. Look at all those D8s fly across my screen. That is 20 points of Mind Spike damage. Wow. Yes, those do. Well, they, they can't become invisible, but that's not currently on their list of things that they can do, although they probably would like it. They would be fans. I gave them a chance to surrender, and they said no, so they're going to get what's coming to them. And Paige is not doing damage to the captain. That's the wrong character. Ash might appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I lagged out. What was that? I, I was saying I did damage to the wrong character. Okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that you're was... basically, Chris, you're the only one attacking the captain. The rest of us are working on the minions. Ash is okay with that. Ash is okay with that. Yeah, it's a duel. That's fine. Yeah. Um, speaking to the death. of, it is the captain's turn. Not the good captain. Actually, is there a good captain? Ash is pretty good. Okay. Fahim um, tries. I think that's the best you can say about her captain ability. Yeah. Okay, so the sword glows again. Captain's going to make three strikes. Get out of your D10. You are not a D20. <laughs> Did you make Talia roll again? I don't think so. Oh, I went right past Talia. No, give, give Talia a roll. That's a 14. Okay, so two failures and one success at this point. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is fitting, because I have two misses and one hit for Novak. So you are going to take nine points of slashing damage from the glaive mm-hmm. that he's been using. Two glaive, but also that activates the thunderous smite. Okay. So you are going to take an additional 2d6 points of thunder damage. Bloody paladins. That is nine points of thunder damage. Ow. Okay. And make a strength saving throw. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. You are not pushed backward, but you're easier. I do love that nat- I do love that natural twenty animation on these dice. It's really cool. So apparently, Captain Novak has been assaulting all of your senses. Your sight, mm-hmm. your ability to hear, and let me just say, he doesn't smell you very don't smell good, good either. Yeah. No. I'm with <laughs> Amara's turn. I have some bad news. You found out that you have not been pressing hard enough. You did not actually write it in triplicate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Ash. Three swings. That's a 17. That's a miss. That's another 17. That's another miss. That's a natural 20. That hits. Okay. better hit. Mm-hmm. If we're ever finding something where a nat 20 is a miss, I'm just going to sit in a corner and cry. No, yeah, all the dates. So that's, uh, again, 28 points of damage with a natural 20. And bonus action with my short sword, take a swing. That's uh, a, a, a 16. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, he's bloodied. Good. And because it is your turn, one of the crew members is now pointing a ballista at Fahim's target. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they could point it in your direction, but they have a feeling that if... Oh, they, uh, the chips. <laughs> if they... 
If they injure Fahim, it will be a quick and violent death. They're not so sure about the quick part if they injure their captain. <laughs> so that's a hit. Uh, and rules is written. If they accidentally target me, I think I can technically try to catch the ballista bolt. But that's yeah, what rules has written, not rules right. as intended. It's a missile weapon. Yeah, no, rules is written. <laughs> not rules as logic, but definitely rules is written. You, you managed to catch the ballista bolt. You now are equipped with a staff. <laughs> or a spear, I guess. It would be a spear. Um, so, oddly enough, both times the ballista's been used in combat, it has not killed the person it hit. Okay. Roll the regret life choices? Okay. Um, well, the person who's got hit with the ballista bolt has decided, forget this, and they are going to attempt to flee by jumping overboard. Fahim, you have the chance to make an attack of opportunity if you so choose. Okay. Do I get to make... Two for that, since I normally nope, make two one. attacks. It's just one. Okay. You can make two attacks of an, as an action. This is a re- I got a three for a total of 13. That will miss. So they, they go splish splash. They're taking a Okay. As long as they're out of the fight, that's at least improvement. Talia, give me a roll. She's dead, Captain. Well, you knew this day would come eventually. And it hasn't really been the first time, has it? No. No. Um, although this time you're pretty sure it's going to stick mm-hmm. and you have a pretty good idea where you're going. Not so bad. The Raven Queen's a good patron to have. And as you feel True. your spirit moving towards the Raven Queen's realm, something twists. And it's, it's hard to explain because we're not talking really three-dimensional movement here, but instead of going to the Raven Queen's realm, you are pulled in a different direction. And you don't have the ability to vomit, but you feel like you should. Okay. What will happen with Talia? Find out in the next campaign. No, wait. Um, (laughs) Spoilers. Okay. So is the only, the only target left is the enemy captain. Yes. No. Currently. Yes. Unless you choose, uh, unless you choose to engage your allies in a wonderful, a long con that's been going on since episode one. <laughs> no, I know better than that. Um, <laughs> I've seen what they can do. Um, okay, so... <laughs> True. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to... That's not going to work. Let's see what I can do. Um, well, you've got your um, spiritual weapon out, so you can... Yeah, I'm going to do that. that. I'm going to... So roll yeah, twice with keeping that. the lowest of the two. Okay, let me find where I put that. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. Um, okay, so I roll it. All right. Um, two hit. This time is a 10. Okay, so that's not going to hit. That's not going to hit. Okay, so, so that's not working. Well, Anka is, you know, afraid of this guy, so I can see where she'd mess up. Um, well, all right. the DM will oh. offer a suggestion if you have the mm-hmm. spell slots for it. Ash mm-hmm. has been taking damage every turn. Okay, I'm going to go that route then. Um, let's see, what can I do? How bad off is he? <laughs> Would I know if I'm, like, already frightened of his enemy? I mean... Ash, on a scale of 1 to 121, <laughs> how are you feeling? Uh, about 82. Uh, okay. Um, let's see so, not great, not terrible. Yeah, okay. I can do... Uh, okay, I can do Healing Word at 4th level, and that would be 4d4 plus 3. Is this your action or your bonus action? This would this be an is action. the action. So don't do healing uh, word because that's a bonus action. You've already done your bonus. Oh, I didn't realize. I was just so looking the word at the, one I didn't... is a bonus action. Okay. Um, 
Hmm. Okay. I guess I wasn't looking at that right. Uh, you can do cure see. wounds. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> let's try that one instead. Um, it's a 2d8 plus 3 okay. at second level, so I'm going to do that one, and that one is 13 total. Okay. 13 points of healing to Ash. And that's all I can do. Ash appreciates. <laughs> okay, Fahim, you are not currently frightened because you made your saving throw, if I remember correctly, and you see one remaining punching bag. I do, but I've also taken enough damage that I think Fahim's action this turn is just going to be to run up to the guy and then use wholeness of body to get some hit points back. Okay. So that gives me 33 hit points, and I'm ready to attack this guy next turn, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I can do right now. Okay. Page time. Oh, Page also failed the saving throws so of Page is Afraid. Page is going to cast Toll the Dead because there's no need to roll that at disadvantage. Uh, that is a wisdom saving throw. And makes it. Okay. The bonus took us to the target now. Novak's turn. He is going to... He has so many wonderful abilities. He looks... Um, he looks Ash directly in the eyes. And he says, Beg. Ash, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 19. Okay, you make it. And he realizes that you made it. So he turns and runs and tries to jump over. Now, there's two uh, of you that were in per- uh, position to do something about this. So... Mm-hmm. And Ash, if you would care to make attacks of opportunity. Yes, yes, I would. I got a 15 because I'm suddenly rolling really low. I got okay, a you got 30. more than one crit. You got a 30. I got a third, which is a nat 20. Wow. Okay, so you got a nat 20 on I rolled so purely, but every time I hit, I've rolled so bad and missed so many attacks, but every time I've hit, it's been a nat 20. <laughs> With a weapon that does extra damage if you crit. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. I think that's the best one I've rolled as well. Uh, 38 points of damage. Huh. Tell me that was that. I want to hear those words. How do you so want to do, do this? Crash, you've gone silent. Yes! Oh, there it is. How do you want to do this? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I had to pull up the GIF. You had to pull up the GIF. Um, <laughs> I want to be able to just jump, just spin in front of him and kind of take the take the blade, spin it around, and take it, put the blade right through his chest. Um, oh, and as that's he hits... poetic, looking at your backstory. Mm-hmm. And as he hits the ground, kneel down on one knee in front of him. <clears throat> before he, before the life goes from his eyes, that's for Elijah, and that's for the honor of De Perfecta. And I just walk away. I pull the sword and walk away. <laughs> as you pull the sword and walk away, he says something, but you miss it. And then Beyond my caring. Thank you for everyone for playing. That's where we're going to end it tonight. Wow. Thank you everyone for listening. Let's wrap this up with a few quick plugs. First of all, uh, going down the list of people who are in my Discord. So, Chris has a fortnightly recorded podcast, AzerothCTC.com. It's not just World of Warcraft stuff, although that's talked about a lot. Jen has a blog and podcast. You can check that out at bookofjen.net. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheel, uh, cogwheel gaming rather. Help us keep the lights on. Join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying, I am a loving and gracious DM. I give it and I take it away. Sometimes people don't want what I'm giving them. <laughs> <laughs>